Now a second ship with Ukrainian wheat has reached Turkey despite Russia's withdrawal from the UN-backed grain deal. The bulk carrier with more than 17,000 tonnes of wheat left the port city of Chomomorsk on Ukraine on Friday, bound for Egypt. Now it comes as Ukraine's testing a new sea route, avoiding international waters and using those controlled by NATO members Bulgaria and Romania. A first ship with 3,000 tonnes of wheat safely arrived to Istanbul last week. Well, earlier I spoke to Dr. Hannah Schelest, she's from the Transatlantic Defence and Security Programme at the Centre for European Policy Analysis. And she told me that this recent shipment could be a signal that Ukrainian grain exports may be possible without Russia's cooperation. We know that in addition to these two ships that left uh, uh, with grain within the last week, the three other ships are currently coming uh, to Ukrainian ports. We're expecting them today or tomorrow. Uh, but at the same time, um, uh, that is the clear demonstration that it is only, uh, uh, how to say, that is exception from the rule. That cannot be as a stable rule, because nobody is guaranteeing security of the ships in Ukrainian territorial waters. And even that most of the route is happening not even in the neutral waters, but in the NATO member states' territorial waters of uh, Bulgaria and Romania. But then for several hours, ships are coming purely in Ukrainian territorial waters and they need to be stationed in uh, Ukrainian ports. And here, the Russian Federation is continuing missiles attacks and drones attacks against these ports. So that is like half of the decision, but clear demonstration that Russia cannot control the Black Sea and cannot put their rules for the voyage of the commercial sea. Are we likely to see more ships on this route carrying more grain? Um, I assume that we will see not only grain, but maybe even other goods, because if you remember the first two ships before these grain ships, they were ships with the uh, uh, metallurgical uh, materials that have been uh, in Odessa port since uh, February 2022. So for more than a year, they've been waiting for the permission to leave the ports. However, um, uh, more ship owners, more insurance companies will see that others already passed to these and it was secure, the more definitely of those will be willing to, uh, to use this route. But we also need to accompany it with the additional security guarantees for these ships, probably with the air defense of the NATO countries or with the certain patrols of their ships over there. So to, uh, to guarantee that the Russian Federation will not be provoking the commercial fleet uh, for the freedom of navigation. And just let me ask you this briefly as well. Um, this all comes as Ukraine is targeting the home of Russia's Black Sea fleet. Uh, what's your thoughts on how all of that fits into this picture? The Russian Black Sea fleet is stationed in the occupied uh, Crimea. So definitely they present Sevastopol as the city of the uh, Russian Navy glory. But if you remember the history, twice in battles for Sevastopol, Russians lost. One time, by the way, to the Brits. So definitely that is more of the myths about the city and one of the myths that the recent attacks demonstrated that uh, Crimea is not that much protected and Sevastopol and Navy is not that much defended as Russians stated before. Because we heard for years that Sevastopol is the second most protective, protected city uh, in the Russian Federation after uh, Moscow. The reality demonstrated that it is not and that will allow Ukraine to push uh, Russians a little bit out from the Black Sea coast, from those operations that they've been conducted against the Ukrainian shore. 
Well, staying on that subject, Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says the United States and Kyiv's other allies are, quote, directly at war with Moscow. He was speaking at the UN General Assembly on Saturday. Mr Lavrov also blamed the collapse of the Black Sea grain deal on Ukraine. He further criticised Kyiv's peace plan as not feasible or realistic. The collective West has a calling card and it has long been to reject the principle of equality and their total inability to reach agreement. Being used to looking down at the rest of the world, Americans and Europeans make all sorts of promises and they take on commitments into ALIA, written ones and legally binding ones, and then they just don't fulfill them. As President Putin pointed out, the West is one that is truly an empire of lies. Russia, like many countries, knows about this firsthand.